Jug's magazine and uh, find a quiet corner. There are snorts of laughter. I will leave you with one thought. A piece of human brain the size of a grain of sand contains 100,000 neurons, 2 million axons, and 1 billion synapses all talking to each other. The number of permutations and combinations of activity that are theoretically possible in each of our heads exceeds the number of elementary particles in the universe. I pause and let the numbers wash over them. Welcome to the great unknown. Dazzling, old boy, you put the fear of God into them, says Bruno as I gather my papers. Ironic, passionate, amusing. You inspired them. <laughs> it was hardly Mr. Chips. Don't be so modest. The corridors and walkways are full of students. A girl approaches. I recognise her from the lecture. Clear-skinned, wearing desert boots and black jeans, her heavy mascara makes her look raccoon-eyed with a secret sadness. Do you believe in evil, Professor? Excuse me? She asks the question again, clutching a notebook to her chest. Are people born that way, or does society create them? They are created. So there are no natural psychopaths? They're too rare to quantify. What sort of answer is that? It's the right one. She wants to ask me something else, but struggles to find courage. Uh, would you agree to an interview? What for? The student newspaper. I don't give interviews, I'm sorry. She shrugs and turns, about to leave. Something else occurs to her. I enjoyed the lecture. Thank you. She disappears down the corridor. Bruno looks at me sheepishly. Her name is Nancy Ewers. She's a bright young thing, studying Russian and politics. Why is she writing for the newspaper? Knowledge is precious, whether or not it serves the slightest human use. Who said that? A. E. Hausman. It's still raining, teeming. For weeks it's been like this. Forty days and forty nights must be getting close. Do you have an umbrella? Bruno asks. Yes, we'll share. As we near the psychology department, I notice a police car parked in the emergency bay. A young black constable steps from inside wearing a raincoat. Dr. Kaufman? Bruno acknowledges him with a half nod. Uh, we have a situation on the Clifton Bridge. I was told to come and get you. Oh, there must be someone else. I don't have the time. Suddenly, he changes tack. Well, this is the man you really want. Professor Joseph O'Loughlin, my esteemed colleague. An old hand, very experienced at this sort of thing. What sort of thing? A jumper. Pardon? On the Clifton Suspension Bridge. The constable opens the car door for me. Female, early forties. They've blocked off the bridge. We really must hurry, sir. Wipers thrash and a siren wails. Masonry towers appear on the skyline. It is Brunel's masterpiece, the Clifton Suspension Bridge, an engineering marvel from the age of steam. It's a landmark, a tourist attraction, and a one-drop shop for suicides. Well used, oft-chosen, perhaps popular isn't the best choice of word. Some people say the bridge is haunted by past suicides. Eerie shadows have been seen drifting across the vehicle deck. There are no shadows today, and the only ghost on the bridge is flesh and blood. A woman, naked, standing outside the safety fence, with her back pressed to the metal lattice and wire strands, the heels of her red shoes are balancing on the edge. The officer in charge introduces himself. He's in uniform, Sergeant Abernathy. 
What do you need? asks Abernathy. A name. We don't have one. She won't talk to us. Has she said anything at all? No. A large woman with short cropped hair, dyed black, interrupts the meeting. Her shoulders are rounded and her hands bunch in the pockets of a rain jacket hanging down to her knees. She's huge, square, and she's wearing men's shoes. Abernathy stiffens. What are you doing here, ma'am? Just trying to get home, Sergeant. And don't call me ma'am. I'm not the bloody queen. She glances at the TV crews and press photographers who've gathered on a grassy ridge, setting up tripods and lights. Finally, she turns to me. What are you shaking for, precious? I'm not that scary. Uh, I'm sorry, I have uh, Parkinson's disease. Tough break. Does that mean you get a sticker? Um, a sticker? Disable parking. Let you park almost anywhere. It's almost...